What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ask Gen Z show, um, inspired by plenty of, of other shows and such out there. Um, really, the reason I decided to uh, start this is because every day across LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, all these different platforms, I run into people and they're asking for advice um, in the DMs and the comments and such. So asking me for insight into Generation Z, into marketing, into branding. And look, I wanna help as many people as I can, but the reality is um, we're here running a business, um, not necessarily a, a charity. And so we have clientele paying us, so I really can't spend all of my day just responding and helping out um, those that aren't our existing clientele. But I still wanna be able to provide value to people and so we figured, what's our best way to do that for free, give away free advice, and it is to, uh, to turn it into content, of course. And so that's kind of the goal of this, is to be your resource where whenever you want to talk to a Generation Z, uh, who's going to give you everything when it comes to, to their generation, to marketing, to branding, you can at any time call into this show uh, whenever we're, we're going. I think we're going to try it once a week, see what happens. If you guys hate it, then we're going to stop running it. Um, if you guys like it, then we'll, we'll double, triple down with it. So... Uh, give me some feedback in the comments as you see some clips from this. We'll probably post the long form to YouTube and then cut up some micro clips, so it should be good. Um, first on our call list is my man David Biggs. I think we got connected through um, a consistent follower of mine named Tyler. I forget his last name. Um, but David Stoked, let's hope David answers. What's up? David, what's up, my man? This is Jake Pajorseth from Trendsetters Media. You are live on the Ask Gen Z show. Is this a good time to chat for you? No, this is a good time. Awesome, man. I, I appreciate it. For you. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, um, okay. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story, what you got going on, uh, and then provide as much value as I can. Yeah, okay. So for my first question for you is, what exactly is Gen Z? Because I'm... Oh, I'm getting a FaceTime. Even better. What's up? Hello? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Did you just switch? Oh, hold on, hold on one second. It's Did I? It's really loud. I think it's, it's on a FaceTime now, but that's all right. We can do that. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's all good. Cool. Did you hear my question? Yeah, so Gen Z is technically, and, and all definitions are kind of loose. But right now, the definition is, is about 12 to 24 year, years old. Some would say it's 12 to 22. Some would say 10 to 22. Uh, we at Trendsetters Media define it as 12 to 24. So it's those uh, born after 1996. I can time it here right now. I can time it here right now. David, let me, is it working? Okay, I can hear you. Got it. Hear you. All right, you guys got it set. So Generation Z is defined as the generation between, born after 1996. Um, so oh, I'm, I'm beginning of 1996. Awesome, okay. there you go. So you're, so you're that, that end of millennials and you're on the good yeah. side. You're with Generation Z, which is awesome. Um, Dude, I agree. So 12 to 24 years old is how we've been defining it. Uh, there's plenty of definitions, but that is, in a sense, Generation Z. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so we got in contact through a mutual friend, I guess. Yes, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm working on a tech startup. Got it. A software startup. 
and we need to talk to influencers. Got this it. This is a video podcast, right? Is this on YouTube? Oh yeah, it'll be, uh, we're not, we're live on something and then uh, we'll throw this on YouTube, LinkedIn, all the different platforms. Like Twitch or something? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sweet. Yep. Okay, nice, I love it. Uh, all right, so I have a couple of questions for you. They're super easy to answer. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so like what are your top social platforms? I know you're big on Instagram. Yeah. Probably TikTok. Let's start by understanding who we're trying to reach. So you have a tech startup. What? Give me more information about that. Are you going to be consumer driven, okay, so, business driven? So this is my thing. I Go can't ahead. tell you what I'm doing because it changes the way that you answer the questions. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I can tell you at the end. So we're trying to we're trying to get like feel basically like um, where there's market need, and then if you tell someone your idea, they like try to they kind of try to give you a different answer. It's okay. Weird. I respect so, it. Hey, I respect it. So if I'm going to rank platforms in order, here, here's, and I'm not going to say I'm a brand. I'm not going to say I'm a tech startup. I'm not going to say I'm in B2B. I'm just going to rank them from a personal perspective. I'm going to put LinkedIn number one, TikTok number two. I'm going to okay. put YouTube number three. I'm going to put Instagram number four. And I'm going to put Facebook number five, if I can run ads. If I can't run ads, I'm gonna do Snapchat. And that's in order of like your use or like how, how much you are like. I would say, I would say that's in order of, um, of my use, but um, the reason LinkedIn's gonna be number one is because it's the, the, the value and where the consumer's mind is on it. When you're on TikTok, and these other social platforms like Instagram and such, you're on there for primarily entertainment, less education, there's a little bit. When you are on LinkedIn, you're education first, you're information first, so the value of that uh, user is significantly higher, even if it's the same person, because a 40-year-old executive on LinkedIn is worth a lot to whoever's trying to reach them. That same 40-year-old executive on a different platform is worth significantly less because they're on that platform it's it's going to the movies versus reading a book. Okay. If that I makes sense. Yes. I see what you're saying. So you're you're posting on LinkedIn a lot, I guess. Yeah. So we post anywhere from four to six times a day on average uh, through my personal brand, and then pretty much everyone else here is like three to five times a day, um, okay. and very similar for our clients as well. Awesome. Uh, okay. So like the amount of messages you get on these platforms. Yeah. Is it like overwhelming? Yeah, so. Um, just like on top of it. Well, so I try to be on top of it. Um, I'm, I'm actually losing, <laughs> in the last like month, I've started to lose, uh, l like not be able to catch up with it because on LinkedIn, we will get about 200 comments a day on average and then another 50 messages um, on average that I can respond to. Instagram, I get about uh, anywhere from 10 to 30 DMs every day. Uh, less comments um, and then on the other platforms like people hit me up on snapchat a lot um, TikTok, obviously a lot less but yeah of those platforms um, staying up to date with messaging up to date with comments is really difficult um, because I do want to take the time to personally respond but I simply can't totally okay okay that's good feedback uh, for sure so do you ever like miss any business or like collabs that people send you over, especially like Instagram. Definitely. Uh, so you have like a late response or do you totally miss it? And uh, you're just like, oh, man, I wish I could have responded. But good question. So I'm sure I've missed some stuff, 
Um, I try to get back to everything at some point. What, like it'll, it might take me a week though, um, or even like a couple weeks, but I'm sure I've missed some stuff. I don't necessarily regret that because you know, there's only so many hours in the day, there's only so much time allocation, I can't worry about what, what could have been, um, but do I wish I would be able to respond to everything? 100%. Okay, cool. Uh, do you remember the last time that happened? This is a hard question. Specifics are always hard. No idea. Couldn't tell you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Is it hard to figure out like which messages are the most important? So like, uh, yes, very much so. Hate, I'm sure. And like some of them, like some of them are like people just saying, "Hey, I love you," you yeah. know. And then some of them are like, "Hey, I have a thousand dollar offer for an Instagram ad or whatever." Yeah, yeah. It, so it's, you feel like it's pretty hard to figure out which ones are. Well, some are. Some are, hey, do you have 30 minutes of time because I want to just get a ton of advice and information for you for no purpose. Some are, hey, I actually do want to chat with you and learn from you. Some are, um, hey, I want to work with your agency. Some are, hey, I just want to give you a sales pitch, but I'm going to pretend that I want to do this instead. Um, yeah. I've gotten on calls before where literally we're two minutes in and I'm like, hey, let me stop you right there. Like, I, This is a waste of my time, so I'm going to have to hang up. Um, and, and that's just been me stepping back to really understand my own time allocation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you use Twitter at all? Mm. Twitter is probably my least used platform. Um, wish I used it more, but it's just one of those things that I don't, you know? It doesn't work with your brand or something. Well, yeah. I, I, it's just a low priority right now. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather spend time okay. in other places. Cool. All right. So I guess I'll just tell you what we're doing. Uh, Let's hear it. Hit me. We're thinking about and trying to put feelers out. It's super hard to contact big people like you. So no, it's not. I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> Dude, I'm it small. Is, it is. It's we're so small. Y'all's messages are clogged. Um, so what we're trying to do is like integrate all of your social messages and comments and allow you to prioritize them. So Sold. Like, it'll... You could, you could sort by like follower count. You could sort by, we'd have like machine learning that would tell you, you know, you could like pull out the hate and just not even worry about it. Yes. Um, yeah, so it would basically allow you to prioritize and respond quickly. Yes, um, that is awesome. Like that, it's like a personal hack for influencers. Could, to, could I have a dashboard where I could respond to them there on one dashboard? Yeah. Okay, awesome, yeah. yes. That would be incredible. And I would send that to everyone I know that has a lot of messages. Like that's freaking awesome. That would be that would be a killer sign up. It, oh, it was yeah. So love the idea. So what stage are you guys at? Are you at idea stage right now? We're pretty early. We have a prototype, but I am not proud of it. And, Got it. Uh, and and you know. It, well, it does it work? To show it to you. Yeah, I mean it works. It's like a messenger, but it, it's uh, we're we're working with Twitter first, which maybe based on your feedback, we need to not prioritize Twitter. Uh, it really depends on the person. See, so. when I'm looking at platforms, I'm going to think who has a high ticket or who's going to be like high ticket to, to pay because for you guys early stage, the more cash you can get, the more, because something like this, I don't know if you're going to have to raise money for it, but you know, a lot of startups like to follow that trajectory. Is that something you're thinking or are you going to try to bootstrap it? We're thinking about it. Uh, my, my partner's more about raising money. I'm kind of like... It's hesitant, yeah. right? Yeah. If yeah, if people are knocking on our door and they really want to give us money, then we'll, I think I'm fine with that. But we got to look at, you know, we got to really vet the person because 
that's like a marriage. Like if you take money from somebody, that's a that's like a ten year relationship, you know. So I'm yeah, like, definitely. I don't want to be desperate for that. It's always bad to be desperate in a situation where you need something from somebody. Definitely. So, if you're playing with house money, fuck it. You know, that's what I would exactly. say. It might be exactly. beneficial to build some relationships. Um, that's kind of what we've done. We've remained debt free and profitable, but we have relationships with investors where if we're ever in a stage where we really want to throw the fucking nitros on, we can, uh, but, or like shit, we're fucked. Like we need to meet payroll for the next three months. Like this happened and we're screwed. Uh, then we can tap into that, those relationships. Um, but you know, we're very similarly, like, I don't want to lie on that. I also don't want what someone tells me to like skew my particular, uh, you know, mission and vision of where I want to take it. So that, that's what I would say. And then I'd be thinking about doing that for LinkedIn. The primary reason being, yeah. if I'm a business development rep, if I'm a sales manager, if I'm any of those and I'm using LinkedIn to build relationships and connections with, pe- with people, the, the average ticket on that in B2B is significantly higher. Therefore, you selling a caveat to that um, is worth more because it's not, you forgot to respond to this message it's you forgot to respond to this message, which cost you a six-figure contract. And so when you frame it that way, um, it gives it significantly more value because me missing an Instagram message, like, I care, but I don't. Like, it's not going to be a business transaction. Me missing a LinkedIn message is huge. Interesting. Yeah, so I'd be thinking about that and then tailoring it. Uh, there's some potential partners in that space. I'd, I'd go look into cleverly they're an automation tool using sales nav they would be an incredible fit for you guys because they do the automated messaging uh for sales nav for um certain people on linkedin that want to use it for sales they don't however do the message responding or filtering um and they they charge about a 100 bucks a month plus an onboarding fee so they're kind of in that that price range if you were in a similar price range or even lower um I think you could tag along with them and, and find a myriad of success. Yeah, are there any other influencer tools that you might want to tell me about? Because like, uh, yeah. it's kind of hard. I don't really, I'm not in the space. So, so I'm trying to get that. yeah, so, so I'm uh, personally, I don't use any tools. I don't use any automations. I don't use any like social growth hacking bullshit or where it's going to automatically like your stuff. Um, I, I just, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it, it, it's stupid. It's a waste of money and time. Um, so we don't do any of that, but, um, some of the stuff out there that I know of for one, there's engagement pods on LinkedIn. You'll see that a lot because the same 50 people will like the same posts every time. Um, someone's post will be liked by the same 50 people. And then also, um, a huge one is, is using, and they use telegram for that. Um, there's some more automation tools for Instagram specifically. Um, LinkedIn has uh, some automation tools. Obviously, you can use Cleverly. They're not necessarily automation. They just do it for you. Um, uh, DuckSoup is a good one. D-U-X-Soup um, for automation. LinkedHub um, or LinkedIn Helper or something of that nature. But these are all technically illegal with LinkedIn. So... I don't know how much of that you want to actually integrate because I, you, I assume you're going to have to connect the KPI to make sure, or the API to make sure that it can go into your system in order to respond to that. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, we have our own sort of technology that works on the website uh, instead of using an API. Got it's it. Kind of, it's kind of like 
something other people haven't figured out yet. So awesome, man. I, I got to keep it on the DL. Yeah. Um, so I, I, one more question, and then I got to go to the next call. I appreciate it, man. You're good. Hit me with one more. No, we're good? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Hit me. I just wanted to say, if anybody wants to do a startup, there's something called Startup School, startupschool.org. Uh, I don't run it. I just want to recommend it because it's good. Okay, uh, recommending startupschool.org. Um, I'm going to check yeah. that out. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for your time. Follow up with me. Shoot me a text, and we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. Totally. Appreciate it, man. Thank See you. Yeah. Awesome. That was my guy, David, who uh, we switched to the FaceTime midway through. I think that was me messing it up um, on the new iPhone. I'm not really much of a techie, but uh, I finally upgraded. So uh, very interesting conversation. My biggest takeaway from that um, is David, to me, looked like a, you know, a young guy or gal, but building software, building tech, building solutions on top of social platforms is huge right now. It doesn't have to be ones that are hacky or are gaming the system, um, but there's a huge market for that. And I'm confident if he can get that thing off the ground, uh, him and his partner, it sounds like, that thing is going to take off. So I believe the next up we have is, let me see here, I got a lot of numbers. I think we should call him Miguel. Let's give him a call. This is my my guy, uh, Miguel Olave or Olave. I I don't know. I'm not gonna try last names. Um, out of Wichita, he wants to talk LinkedIn, and he should have a funny story for us. So this will be interesting. Miguel, what's going on? This is Jake from Trendsetters Media. You are on the Ask Gen Z show. Hey, Jake. What's up, man? How's it going? Fantastic. Is this still a good time? Yeah, man. Good time. Awesome. I appreciate you. Well, I know we got a lot to uh, ch chat about, but we got connected through LinkedIn. I know we, we've been trying to connect for, for a long period of time. I know you, you had a lot of ideas um, about the LinkedIn platform, so I'd love for you to start there and, and jump right into it. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I've just really found, like, a great, like, you know, community, and I've, I love the, like, just the relationships that are on here on LinkedIn, like, it's such a, uh, you know, forward-thinking platform, you know, to be on, and I've just, you know, had a lot of different ideas of, of you know, utilizing it, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I love what you guys are doing, you know, you guys are doing with just the whole Generation Z, yeah. you know, I... I I was on the opposite end, man. I used to mm -hmm. look down. I, I had a little brother, Gen Z. You know, I have one. And I used to, you know, be like, you're crazy. Like, you're, you know, you're done. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, things like that. But, man, you guys are passionate. Like, you guys have some passion about, like, doing impactful things. And so, I'm, yeah, man, I'm excited to connect with you for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Gen Z is, is certainly um, in the market to stay and really shake things up. That That's one of the biggest things we, we've seen. You know, millennials definitely uh, – gave us a seat at the table and, and really started to bring attention towards things, but didn't create the impact that I think Gen Z is truly gonna make because we're not gonna take no for an answer in a lot of these regards. And I think specific to, to LinkedIn, LinkedIn's really gonna be one of the first platforms to age up. We always see platforms age, uh, or age down that is, my apologies. We always see platforms age down, or age up. God damn, yeah, I'm messing yeah, my ups yeah. and downs, kids. Uh, left and right, it's tough. So. Typically, you know, imagine Facebook back in the day was mainly college students. Now it's like yes. my grandma spends more time in there than just about anyone else. Yes. I don't yeah. log in on Facebook outside of client campaigns. LinkedIn is primarily older demographics. There's very few 
um, Gen Z on the platform, especially ones that are actually creating content and don't just kind of have it because their college professor made them get it. Uh, and so what we're going to see is over the next decade, Gen Z is going to be like, holy shit, there's this platform where you can learn, you can develop your, your personal skills. Um, oh, and it's a social media platform. So it's kind of the perfect storm for Gen Z to really step into the market. So I can't wait to see how it truly evolves. Yeah, man, it's really exciting. You know, just everything that you said. And I actually really hadn't thought about that, man. You know, the whole, you know, uh, you know, aging up, like mm -hmm. an aging down, you know, concept. Like it's definitely, you can see that happening. Like that's, uh, you, you're, you're definitely onto something, man. No wonder like you've got your own business and you're out there rocking it out. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Well, um, what are some, I know, I think you texted me some ideas. I don't know if I saw those right yeah, now. No, I'd love man, to hear so, those. Yeah, I actually, so, um, you know, here, and I just created a video, man, that I'm about to post. Awesome. Um, but I've just been inspired, man, like, you know, so right now in our local community, Wichita, Kansas, yep. we're the air capital of the world. There's about to be 2,800 people that are about to be laid off, man. Mm -hmm. Now, I've, I reached out to a couple of like professional organizations, you know, government organizations, whatever that are doing, you know, out in the news promoting, you know, being resourceful and stuff. But all these people, man, are waiting for, for these people to ask for help. Like, how hard is it? It's it, it took it takes me a lot of guts to ask for mm -hmm. help, man. You know, I'm independent. Like, think of all these people that are about to lose their jobs. Like, they're not gonna be out there at these resource centers, you know, seeking and begging for help. You know, like, yeah. you know, we need to bring it out to them. Like, hold like an event, like a morale. I want to, and I don't know. Like, maybe I'm naive. Maybe this is just crazy. But like, I want to hold an event to like you're not just providing resources, but like boosting their morale. You know, yeah, yeah. having some people like you know like some inspirational stories of like hey tough times have been like i made it through like tough times happen i created my own business you know things like that you know mm -hmm. and you know provide resources and so yeah man i just wanted to like bounce that idea off and like how like what do you thought about it because like i said i kind of reached out to some people but like more like older professional you know people setting their ways kind of and, and they're like you know well these government organizations are already kind of you know providing like the workforce center yeah you know, yeah and things like that but it's like but but you're you're expecting them to come out and ask for help you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense yeah um i i think what i find most interesting is the ability and the power of connection that can be built through social platforms especially one like linkedin that's literally built for connecting uh literally like they they really d defined it um in their own definition of the platform um, having connections per se. So I think there's something that, that can be said for and done for leveraging LinkedIn as a, uh, as a jobs platform, as yeah. going out and finding the, ne the next career. Um, I think you know, the way it was used before it was a content platform um, was ju just that. It was just like, hey, here's your, your digital uh, resume pretty much and don't post on LinkedIn, uh, except unless you're reposting Business Insider articles or entrepreneur.com. Um, and pretty, that's pretty much it. And then just yeah. prospect and find potential job opportunities. Now I think with content, there's an ability to jump on the platform, become a thought leader in a space, and then leverage that to go get a position or to start a business around that. Um, and then leverage that same platform to connect with individuals that are either gonna be your clientele or your potential employer. So um, I think there's something that can be said for um, something that almost teaches people how to use LinkedIn for that. Because if I had to guess, a lot of those people are gonna be, um, might not be the highest usage users for LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn certainly probably doesn't skew to 
I, I don't know if that, that would be blue collar jobs or white collar or, or whatever collar, I guess. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I think the biggest thing is going to be showing people the opportunity that exists that likely didn't exist 10 years ago when they, exactly. when they've probably been in that space for so long that they, they really don't know what else is out there. Yeah, no, yeah, man, like, there's such a huge opportunity, you know, mm -hmm. to do exactly that, you know, that's where it all started from, is this idea, like, you know, how can I leverage, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, LinkedIn and, and that opportunity, and also, like, provide resources, and, you know, address their mental health, acknowledge their mental health, that's yeah. the biggest thing, mm -hmm. man, like, we don't have to address it, we don't have to, you know, go through it, but just acknowledge that, you know, everybody is going through something right now, you know, especially these people that are about to lose their jobs, and their security, their stability, you know, all that stuff, you know, yeah, for sure. And I, I, something, and I'll get tactical here, but I think there's something to be said for hosting a LinkedIn event. Um, this is kind of a new tool on the platform right now that you can set up an event and invite uh, a lot of your connections to it. Yeah, I just saw that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would be thinking about putting together an event through the LinkedIn platform that can then teach people a little bit more about, about it. Um, I've been to yeah. a few in Kansas City. I think we're going to host our own at the end of this month. Maybe um, nice. I'll, I'll talk with uh, some of our partners on that. Uh, but I think that's an incredible opportunity uh, to leverage what is a really good platform. And then I'd be thinking about how you can exist or, or, or assist existing organizations and kind of what their efforts are. Because likely if they're going the old yeah. PR route, um, they're just going to be on the local news and some newspapers, maybe a little bit of radio, going on some talk shows. They, they might miss a large part of the demographics that aren't going to be on there uh, that got laid off. And so I'd be thinking about how we can change that and then also be thinking about how we can uh, help those with existing roles prevent getting laid off in the future uh, or prevent having a, a long lull between their next job. And, and what I've been pushing everyone towards is you need to be creating content that makes you a thought leader. Even if you think there's no chance of you getting, getting laid off or fired or let go um, or you jumping to the, your next role or whatever it may be, if you really tell your story, define your thought leadership, create content around that, build a name for yourself, build connections, build networks, all of that, it's gonna make that transition so much easier. Um, and I think it's gonna help you excel in your existing role. So what I've been advising, primarily students, but I've been advising this to everyone, find a way to create content because it is the gateway to whatever it is you wanna to get to. Yeah. yeah, no, most definitely, man. You said it right. Like you just said it, you, you said it so good. Like it's all about, you know, just, you know, the opportunity to, to establish yourself as a thought leader. Like that's the biggest thing that people need to look at. You know, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur right now and everybody wants to do their own thing. Well, here's a, here's a resource, here's a platform where you can really start establishing that, you know? For sure, for sure. I also got some uh, client connections down in Wichita. Um, so it, let me know when you're putting that on if you end up doing something. Um, and I'd yeah. love to join and potentially help you. Yeah, man, for sure. I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm about to post a video here in a little bit. It's like, I mean, you know, it's all just new, man, but like, why not bounce it around and like see what, you know, what other people think and things like that, you know, like see, you know, there's nothing, just experiment, see what happens, see what other people think. And so I'm going to put it out there and, and see what the community thinks. I don't have a like, huge engagement with my local community, so yeah. I'm trying to grow that. Um, and that's another thing, you know, another uh, angle for me too. And so, yeah, man, I appreciate it. I'll definitely stay in touch. I appreciate you giving me a call today, man. And of course. Um, we'll stay in touch for sure of course thanks so much man appreciate you see ya all right take care awesome that was my guy miguel um very cool episode right there
Next up we have my guy Nick Alba. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. I believe he's a videographer out of Colorado uh, with his own kind of video agency, working with a few clients out there. We've talked in the past. We haven't had a chance to officially connect, but we're going to give him a call right now. Hopefully he answers. If I were him, I would be shredding the mountains right now. So I, I, I'm not going to blame him if he doesn't answer, but I'm confident he will. We'll see. It's been like three rings. It's been like the typical. Yo, what's up, Jake? Hey, how's it going, my man? Is this still a good time to chat? Yeah, it's good. Awesome. I got you live on the Ask Gen Z show right now. Uh, very awesome. interesting concept. It. Episode number one, too. Um, call number three. So you're in, in a very exclusive uh, group. Let's go. Awesome, man. <laughs> well, I know we've chatted a little bit. We haven't had a chance to officially chat on the phone, but I'm hoping to give you as much as I can in these next five to 15 minutes or however long it takes. Um, okay. So I do know a little bit. Don't share anything that you don't you don't want. I guess we can cut it out if need to. But how are things with that one client you were working with? Um, with that one client, so things are I would say right now are kind of like fifty fifty. So things are working out, but it's also like they agreed to work around um, my schedule. Um, and so what our plan was, we were supposed to be working Monday and Wednesday after I get out of school. Yep. And yep. What's been frustrating me the most is I say like, hey, like, are we still doing this today? Um, I got these ideas. Let's get these going. And what ends up ends up happening is um, the owner or co-founder. He's like, oh, I get in contact with this person, and I, I do get in contact with the person, but I never get a response. Yeah. And so it gets it gets kind of frustrating with for me. So you're and, being you're being thrown around, and it's out of your control. And then if I had to guess. What, what happens is then you haven't done anything by the end of the month and they go, why are we paying you? Is that what's happening? Not necessarily. Got um, it. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, I mean, like right now, I think what I'm trying to work with and I still haven't got a response from is, so for December, our plan, uh, the plan was to do a uh, $600 deal. It was originally going to be 900 but what uh, the co-founder ended up doing is I was in need of a gimbal. So we took that part of out of uh, my cut. Got it. Uh, so we can get that covered. To pay for it. And so, yeah. And so we got, um, we got, two, we were supposed to shoot four days out of December and we only were able to get up, uh, get two. And so I tried to talk with the owner. like, okay, so what would be the best solution for the scenario? Like, we have to move forward with January, February. So, and it, it clearly means like to me right now, we're not able to, um, connect as easily as we would like to got it got it and um so like do you would you rather um pay half the amount um so instead of six hundred dollars we would have done three hundred dollars and uh he hasn't got back to me to that so honestly like we're, we're closing in on the end of january i mean we're in the middle and, and that's six hundred dollars for a month um so it's been about 20 because we're giving the grace to pay on the third. That's when we first uh, talked when we set up our. Did you get a contract set up? Um, you know, I wish I kind of did, but I did not. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we're, even if you had a contract set up, like they know you're not going to sue them, and I wouldn't recommend you do that. So, I mean, yeah. what does a contract really mean? Yeah, it, I think it'll help you out. 
Here's what I think uh, is going on, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you might not be setting the right expectations and then you might not be demanding it correctly. So okay. when we got into the space right away, this happened to us a lot. Um, even when we, we, we had scaled out a little bit more and had a larger team, um, clients wanted to run the show strategically and kind of explain what was going on and have us answer their requests. And of course, we're more than happy, but then it doesn't happen on their end logistically. Now, at the end of the month, you meet and you're doing a review and they go, well, the seven things you said we're going to do, only half of them are done, all of which are not our fault for why they didn't get done, but they don't get done. And so why are they going to renew that contract? They never will. And yeah. so what you have to do is try to put the ball entirely in your court. I would also say you need to make the payment reflect what like the services you're offering and also make it something that they're going to pay attention to. If they're only okay. paying you $600 a month, to me as a business owner, do I really, like, is that now worth my time? Am I going to prioritize you or the, the employees I'm paying significantly more per month and need to meet with me at that same time? So I think pricing higher. The other thing too is you got to have leverage. Um, if I were you, I would go to their direct competitors and go try to work with them because, or, or, or work with anyone else in the space, but put an emphasis on growth and lead generation because there's so much that is out of your hands. For example, for us, you know, we, we had a client for, for a, a decent period of time and then, and, and this has happened plenty of times, but just recently, literally had a client and then they get acquired. Their business gets acquired. Now they're a part of this other firm. They can't stay, keep, stay on and keep that contract. And there was an existing agency for that larger account. It was going to be too hairy. And so we lose, we lose it, right? That there's nothing I could have done about that. Yet now I'm shit out of luck. Um, and and what's, what's, the, what's the phrase, Carter? Up a creek without a paddle, is that it? Yeah, anyway, there's your analogy for the, for the day, folks. Um, so that's what I would say. You gotta be focused on growth. You gotta be focused on getting more clients because it's better to have too many opportunities and too much business than it is to have too little. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so you could spend all day, you could spend you know, all your free time trying to trying to sell them trying to make that project the absolute best but i would spend more time looking for the right people than trying to make what is not the right fit a better fit does that kind of make sense yeah i totally got it yeah it's easier to just go find someone else than, than fix something it's like those people that are stuck in a relationship with a, their significant other and they 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 argue all the time it's a shitty relationship but they keep trying to fix it it's like there are seven billion people in the world. There is, if, if it ain't a perfect fit, there's someone out there that it's gonna be a perfect fit for. <laughs> so that's kinda, that's kinda my approach. And then I, I really think about who you wanna go after and identify that, and then the red flags that you've probably now seen with this client, try to let that trigger you next time so when you're in those conversations, you either change up your approach or you're, you know to, to, to say no and, and leave right away. We'll do that. Awesome, man. What else? What, what else can I help you with? Um, I think that's really it. Awesome, man. Well, um, tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you um, because I know I kind of messaged on some of this advice. Make get, update me in about a week. Let me know the progress you made on that, and go out and try to get three to five other clients. Maybe I'll be able to send some your way. Okay, perfect. Awesome, man. Appreciate your time. And where are you? You're in Colorado, correct? Correct. Awesome, man. Um, do you ski or snowboard? Uh, 
Oh, that's all right, man. That's all right. That's all right. I'm, I'm going, I'm going soon, so I need a recommendation. Hey, that's all right, man. Hey, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on the Ask Gen Z show. Uh, it was awesome having you, man. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you. Awesome. Talk Thank soon. You. Dang. That was interesting. What do you think? What company is that? No idea. No, he's just, oh, oh. Called the wrong person. Um, so I just have a list of people that responded to my DM that wanted to chat, and... I'm just kind of calling all of them. I'm wiped. That's all right, though. Show goes on. Are we still rolling? Yep. All right. We'll do a couple more. <laughs> uh, Carter, you pick. Should I call um, Adam Peacock or Mackenzie Drew? Well, you can't go with Peacock. I feel like that's the obvious one. I do. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mackenzie. Sorry. You weren't Peacock chosen. Is just a way cooler name. Is. Mr. Peacock. Oh. The number you died. Sorry, Peacock, you're out. <laughs> I, think got, I think he's got a new number. I got I had two on my phone. I know Adam's starting a podcast, so this should be an interesting one. And we told him what he should do is nonprofit social media. Hello, you have reached Adam Peacock's phone. Please leave a message after the beep. If not, you can call my office, 913. That does not sound like him. Jesus. Adam, what happened to your voicemail, man? Or is there another Adam Peacock that I have also in my phone? That, that's interesting. Okay. Mackenzie, you're getting a, a call. Who thinks Mackenzie's going to answer? Mm, I don't know. Okay, no one does. That's all right. I don't either. Reached the voicemail box. I hate people who don't have their voicemail set up. Mackenzie, welcome to the Ask Gen Z show. You missed your chance, um, but that's all right. Um, I hope you have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right, Jason is up next. But I lost Jason's cell number. Oh, no, I have it right here. Jason is a stud LinkedIn content creator and really knows his shit marketing-wise. So this should be a really cool conversation. I think he's working today, though. Uh, in office, that is, I mean. So I don't know if he's going to be available. If not, I'm going to have to go to... Oh, we're about to be 0 for 3 on the last three. It's not good. Hi, this is Jason with Ignite and Reach 36. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave your name, number, and a brief it's message, shift I'll be back to you as soon as I can. Or feel free to shoot me a text, and we can set up a time that works best for both of us. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Jason, what's up? This is Jake from the Ask Gen Z show. Missed you this time. I'm sure we'll get you on in the near future. Have an awesome day. See you, man.
Oh, Adam's going to call and mend it. Uh, we do have two questions from Pakistan, um, it, it, which it's like 2 a.m. there, so he didn't want to call in. Uh, the questions are, what kind of campaign approach would you recommend to a mass mobility company using buses on a ride-sharing model? The audience is mostly students, mostly own smartphones, and mostly on social media. Madison, what would you advise that? What kind of campaign approach for mass mobility? So I think like transportation. Okay. Uh, I guess Pakistan, mass mobility, whatever. For social media? Yeah. Um, Hmm. I don't know. You need to create something fun with it. Um, yeah, with students. Yes, because if it's mostly students that are using their phones, um, maybe okay. create something cool. Like um, I've always thought it would be really cool to create something with transportation systems, like Pokemon Go or something, where you have an app or something where like you can play games on or like find certain things on certain transportations. Okay. Cool. Okay. I dig that. Something that I've always thought about. Why, like they, what's that? What's the taxi show there used to be? Taxi cab or taxi cab confessions. Confessions. There's been a couple taxi cab shows. Uh, the questions. Yes, and they give you money. Yes, I think that was just magic. Cash cab. Cash cab. We need more of those. Yes. I, here, this is what they should do. They should have if it's a bus. Whatever it is, turn it into a show and make it like I want to go on that. If it's a bus, only one person gets to play and have a special seat on the bus for them each time and have it be random yeah. until they whatever. I would ride that bus every time. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I'm going to go win some money today. Da, 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 da. Anyway, I think uh, that would be huge because then you can grab that content you grab from that. If people are having fun, push it out on social media, and then yeah. you can have a little bit of FOMO going. Yeah. Um, particularly relevant with our generation, right? Is like seeing content everywhere and on social media. So anyway, Ahmad, that's what I would do. I would be doing some variation of Cash Cab, then pushing the content out. Um, I'd ask if it's a bus or like a rideshare app like Uber or, or the specifics of it, but I would do that. Make it like a cool experience. People love experiences that are different. Don't make it some bus where you go on and it's like an elevator where it's like you're around 100 people but you don't talk to any of them. Like I, I always find that odd. Anyway, the second question he had was I've been having big trouble on LinkedIn, not just trouble, big trouble. I don't know which hashtags are trending here or how to find them. And besides tech or finance, nothing seems to gain traction. Any insights? Uh, we have plenty of insights on LinkedIn. Madison, are you familiar with the LinkedIn platform at all? I kind of a little bit, but not too much. I need to familiarize myself with it a little more. Did Luke give you a yes. breakdown? Yes, of course he did. did. I'm your LinkedIn famous No, that's fake too. Adam's <laughs> calling me, but Ahmad, I would say uh, create more content around the stuff that, that you care about. Don't pander to what's popular. Pander to what you enjoy creating most. Adam, what's going on, my man? Welcome to the what's Ask man? Gen Z Sorry show. No, no worries at all. Um, I think, I, did, you, did you message me on LinkedIn or Instagram, I think? I got your number. Yes. Yes. So we're live right now on the Ask Gen Z show. I know we chatted like last week or the week before, um, yeah. but I'd love to provide any value and insight right now. Yeah, uh, those, that meeting was great. You know, it really... It really allowed our social media guy to focus back Christ. in on what he needed to do. It wasn't that good. I, I was bad. 
last week on everything. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate that. How are things going with yourself yeah. and the podcast? Good, good. It's, it, I'm, I'm getting a list of people together. Got it, got uh, it. Who I want to, you know, kind of style of questions because I know interview is fluid. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to mm -hmm. be fluid. That's the way it's going to remain. Always. Um, but I've got a list of about seven or eight uh, people that I want to bring on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just mid-level mid-level people, you know, some, some that are good, yeah. you know, no big, no big businesses, nothing Got crazy it. like that Got it. right now, but just really feeding back into it. Um, now I know I don't, I don't need a ton of, uh, tools, things like that. You know, I mean, the iPhone will work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, little microphones, they might work. Um, but it's, it's blocking out the time. Yeah, for sure. And then do it because I want do you know what editing platform you're going to use for it in distribution? Are you familiar with like Audacity and then Anchor? I have not. And that's okay. the next step that I, I need to go is to figure out, all right, now that I got the raw data, yeah. how do I... I think it'd be valuable to record an intro episode to the podcast that you can send to prospective podcast guests, okay. I guess. Um, because that's what I always get. People want to like chat 30 minutes before going on the podcast and... I'm like, no, let's just jump into the podcast. We'll figure it out then. Uh, or talk like right before, obviously. So that's helped us uh, in the past is having like a video of that. But I would say for editing, Audacity is this software um, you can get on your computer. It's free, I believe. I think like it has paid versions. Okay. And that's how we edit all of our podcasts and clients' podcasts as well. Then once we have it edited, and that takes like five minutes. Like we don't clip anything. We just do the raw files. If you need to edit it, you can clip it in there too. Um, but just to fix okay. like the pitch, the frequency, the, the, the volume and such. And then we push it, then upload that to Anchor. What Anchor does, it's a uh, web-based web platform and as well as an app. What Anchor does is once you publish it to Anchor, it'll connect to all of your different platforms. So it'll connect to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to SoundCloud, to even it can connect to your website. So then you just publish it through Anchor, then automatically pushes them through all those platforms and then aggregates the data of those to then tell you your total amount of views or, or in this case, listens um, on each episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. No, and both good. of those are free platforms, I believe. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of free okay. shit out yeah. there. It's awesome. Yeah, that was definitely one of my big hurdles that I see coming, coming down the pipe. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, all right how do I edit this? And you know, the other thing is obviously cause, um, I was on a pod, not a podcast, but a radio, yeah, like a radio podcast the other day, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago and they do it every Friday yeah. afternoon. Well, they've got a little more flexibility. One of them is a realtor. The other one does social media stuff. So they've got more flexibility. In yeah. The nine to five stuff. So, um, I'm looking to be like, okay, when when can I fit I this? I do social media. I'm busy as shit. Maybe an afternoon, maybe an <laughs> evening. Item, you know, what's, right. what's gonna what's gonna work best within my schedule? Yeah, people yeah. People I want to talk to are busy from nine to five. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They're making money. Oh, I see. You know, yes. Like, you know, like trying to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. 100%. So finding, yeah, finding those right times. That's got to be difficult. Yeah, I. I I don't really know the best, best answer to that because we struggle with the exact same thing. We just go for volume then um, because sometimes, like, we have episodes scheduled, like, we have someone coming in, like, late February, and I'm 
you know, that's forever from now. But um, yeah. I know it'll come here fast. And so if I invite a hundred people, you know, I, even if I don't have it on the calendar for another few months, then I still just have more quantity because I'm trying to push quantity through podcasts. It's just really easy to do. So that's yeah. what I've been thinking about. You know, what I'm, what I'm looking at is, okay, when are, when are business owners most likely doing their administrative stuff? Yeah. When, yeah. Are, when are they in their red time? You know, mm-hmm. when are they like, Hey, I'm not making money, but I'm not spending money either. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Find them so, those times. That's what, that's what I'm looking at right now. That's kind of where I'm, where I'm at. Got it. You know? Got it. Well, like please. Oh, it's been the usual, man. Just busy launching some TikTok campaigns, LinkedIn campaigns, uh, really, you know, some fun, uh, creative stuff, which is what we always love doing, um, adding to right. the squad as well. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how how uh, things progress over the next few months. Um, but yeah, man, we'll have to stay in touch on, on the social media stuff with the, with the nonprofit. And then please do let me know how the podcast goes. And if there's anything I can do for you there, uh, please do reach out. You will be one of my calls to be on it. Awesome. I appreciate that, man. Well, thank you for your time. I, I'm, I'm going to hop to the next fall call, but I appreciate it, man. Thank you. See ya. All right. Interesting call. Adam is awesome, though. Uh, launched his own podcast. Madison, what's your take on podcasts right now? I feel like everyone has a podcast. They're hot. Right yeah. Now. I'm all for it, though, for sure. I don't see much other than the Joe Rogan podcast or girls are posting that, like, call her daddy. Yeah. Explain that to me. I actually listen to it ever, but I heard it's really funny, apparently. But because I looked once and, like, read everything that it said, and, like, I don't know, it all just seemed very vulgar. I was like, I, I don't really care what's would you see it? Would you say it's like a a, a female led for female podcast? But like, I think a lot of guys find it funny too because I interesting because girls will post stuff about it all the time, and so I think people will listen to it because I've had like several of my guy friends be like, "No, it's actually pretty funny." Really? And yeah. I've even seen people with like a sticker for it, like on the back of their. Phone. Do they record or did they film that? I mean. I'm gonna to need to look more into it because I haven't actually listened to it, so maybe I will today. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that listen to that. Yeah, a lot of people do, and then Joe Rogan's obviously very established, but yeah. um, other than that, I've listened to just like a lot of random podcasts. They do record it. Let me ask you this: I don't own a TV. Do you ever watch live TV? For sports, that's about it. Carter. <laughs> Spoken like a champ. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fucking true. We're kind of busy with what we do. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so I don't own a TV and I don't watch it. And then, like, even my friends don't, like, they'll own, a, they own a physical TV. They don't own any network, though. And then when they need to use it, they just plug in a computer and stream it. And they'll just stream YouTube or, like, some other shit. But it's actually crazy if you think about it of like people used to spend one to three hours a day watching TV. Now it's like I'll maybe watch TV once every three weeks. I'll watch like a live sport. And then even then. So you don't watch any shows or anything? No. Well, I don't watch. I love TV. I need to get more. 
I'm not really up to date with Netflix anymore. I used to be. Oh man, there's some good stuff out there. Okay, now here's the question. I talked about this a lot over the summer on our um, YouTube. Have probably never seen our uh, trendsetters episodes. What what were they called? I don't know. Weekly trends. Shit, how did I forget that? We did like a lot of them. Uh, we would do like a, a review of all the weekly trends. So a lot of a lot of those episodes touched on um, stuff. yeah, like st the streaming wars as we call them. Netflix still the number one, right? I feel uh, like. Yes, I just looked at something the other day that told me because surprisingly enough, like everybody thought that Disney Plus was going to be huge, and then it like came out, and I feel like. It's like all these kid movies that you watched growing up, and you're like, oh, I'm so excited to watch them, and then like, you watch a couple, and then you're like, well, I don't really want to sit around and watch kids' movies. So it's all day, like, yeah. <laughs> so it really hasn't like taken off like they I know there were a lot of problems with it, too. Yeah, and just, uh, I was like, how are you Disney, and how do you fuck up your streaming platform? Yeah, like, I feel like the only thing that they really have that's like kind of is going to help them continue to make money is they have like all the Marvel movies on there, and then all the yeah. Star Wars crap. Okay, yeah, the Mandal. What's it called? Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. The Baby Yoda. I haven't watched. Okay, that. yeah, Baby Yoda's huge. Oh my god, I love the Baby Yoda. I've watched like I think I watched. A few episodes because I wanted to get in. Oh, on. Is, was this within your last three week period of watching TV? A little bit, a little bit. Well, <laughs> it was like I I try to stay tapped in with what's what's up, yes. but it's hard. I can be your TV gal. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you update us on what's. Yes. Hey, Jake. Here's what's popping on TV. Yes. Not bad. You know, you got you got to stay tuned in with the culture. But anyway, thanks so much for tuning in to the Ask Gen Z show. Um, yeah, I guess we're still recording, but whatever. Um, thank you so much for all of our guests today. If you want to call in next time, please let us know. Uh, we'll get you in on this. Let me know how you enjoyed this full episode. What was your biggest takeaway? Um, and have an awesome day. Thanks.